right, everybody, and welcome to the ATL Nerdcast. I am half of your host, uh, TJ the Mecha Kid, here today with uh, my lovely sister and my very energetic nephew, and we are going to talk about Avengers Endgame. Now, yesterday, you guys got to see the GOAT and uh, Ken, you know, from Dead End Hip Hop, you know, Dead End Studios, Dead End Gaming, all of that Dead End goodness. Talk about some uh, Avengers Endgame. I've seen the movie three times now i've seen about any and every easter egg every nook and cranny that the movie has to offer but right now i just want to know what everybody thought about it kendall what did you think of the movie i think it was sick every single thing in the movie was kind of sick and uh they tony and his uh and the avengers found a way to go back in time they got him but that caused thanos to get them get it from them he almost did it but there had to be sacrifice in it so let me ask you this like let's let's start at the let's start at the the baseline here who's your favorite avenger uh hawkeye hawkeye is really your favorite avenger really? yes because he have a freaking bow <laughs> he's got a freaking bow that's all that, that's all that's all that really matters is the fact that he's got a bow that's what's important that's the important part uh, for me, I'm gonna have to say Iron Man all night long, like Why? Lionel Richie. Cause I mean, this is a guy who he doesn't have powers. It's all his genius, his tech, and I'm a big technology person. So just to see that somebody's on the forefront of that, making a suit of armor to like fight crime and fight supervillains and fly around in space. I mean, who doesn't want that? I mean, and RDJ is Tony Stark. Even Stanley said. RDJ is exactly what he envisioned Tony Stark to be. I can see that. And I mean, it's a fact. It's a quote he said. <laughs> you could you could look that up too, by the way. Um, also, it's closely followed by Spider Man. Right. So, what what about you? Um. So, hey everybody, it's Monique. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have to say my favorite Avenger. Gosh, it depends on the movie. What because about how about overall? Overall, you can give me two. Oh, okay, so overall, I do like Iron Man, mm-hmm. and so for a couple reasons. One, I love what he brings to them all. At the end of the day, he's just a really smart guy. Mm-hmm. Where he was just in a situation, and he uses both his his really truly his brain because when it comes down to it, like Tony Stark is just he's a genius. He's just an arrogant genius. But if you think about it, he, but it's all warranted. Right. <laughs> it's but all warranted. You, he, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. um, a couple other people, they're all arrogant, but you have to be in order to be a hero. So mm-hmm. uh Iron Man, um, I also like the Hulk. Really? Yep. I like the Hulk. The big what? green guy? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> of course the big green guy. So why why the big green guy? Why Hulk? It's the brains. So at the end of the day- if You, you like the about, science bros. I like the science bros, but if you think about it at the end of the day, it all came down to outsmarting your competition. So you can have all the power in the world. You can have all the, the mystical magic there is, but at the end of the day, you have to outthink them. And I think between Bruce Banner and Tony Stark, they can keep up with each other when it comes to only one, only one thing. <laughs> What's that? Bruce Banner is smarter than Tony. That's the only thing. Uh, that's up for debate. Yeah, they both have their specialities. Mm-hmm. Like 
where Tony is good with his tech and he's mm-hmm. good with theory and stuff, you have Bruce to fill in those gaps where he's good with gamma yeah. radiation and anything biomechanical he can mm-hmm. handle. Yeah. Tony's all technical in theory. That's how yeah. it is. But I get what you're saying. I, I hear you. They're they're equals in my brain. But going back to the question too about the movie, what did I think about? I thought the movie was epic. I thought the movie was everything that we've wanted all of this to be and for it to come to. And it was, it felt like, I mean, I hate to do the comparison like mm-hmm. with Beyonce's homecoming, but it kind of was, it was like the homecoming of this entire story. And there were so many little gems, so many great one-liners mm-hmm. in the movie. Memorable from quotes. The villains and the heroes. Um, I thought it was a great warrior's death. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was, you know, they couldn't have done it on a bigger scale than what they did. And I don't think we'll ever see anything like that again in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I love how all the stories in these storylines have all actually overlapped. And then they all kind of like on a collided. much grander scale. Yeah. yeah. In this like cataclysmic like event that happened. You know what it's like? It's like 11 years of back pay given to you all at once. Right. Just getting that disability. Getting, check. getting that disability <laughs> check. It's just all the movies connected into mm. one to make Infinity War and Endgame the coolest movies. It really was. So it really was. How it really put it into context with me. And, and we were talking about this the other night was. The first Iron Man came out the year Kendall was born. Mm-hmm. 11 years ago. And I remember going to the movies pregnant to see that movie. And then when he was born and when he started, you know, really recognizing these characters, his favorite, favorite character was Iron Man. He would, you know, he thought he was Iron Man and that's who he always aspired to mm-hmm. be. And so now it's kind of like, man, I've kind of seen this storyline and everything Mm -hmm. come full circle and grow up with my son Mm -hmm. you know as he's seen it but i thought it was really good i like i said there's just so many gems so many um reactions and emotions that i felt Mm -hmm. that i didn't think that i would it it was a, a swirl of emotions for me like as soon as the credits started rolling the opening credits i was very scared i was like the the anxiety from that was just crazy and then you immediately pick up where in yeah infinity war left off Mm -hmm. and it was like 22 days or whatever and you see tony drifting in space now number one i wasn't worried about that i was for like two seconds but then i remembered i was like okay he's gonna get out of that situation but seeing the most unlikely heroes the most unlikely interactions the most unlikely mission yeah i was like This is everything I wanted. So let's talk about that because I have a question about that. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I kind of struggled with with this movie when I went back and reflected on it was the sense of time. Mm -hmm. Because when it starts, you're saying it's it's 22 days after that battle with Thanos, right? Mm -hmm. They're drifting in space, but are they drifting in space trying to get back to Earth? Trying to get back to Earth. Okay. They're trying to regroup. That's what that 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 whole first couple of minutes was. What I noticed when in Endgame, when it started, Mm -hmm. I was wondering, how did Tony, how was Tony drifting in space? But what happened to Star-Lord and Doctor Strange. So they had gotten snapped out of existence. Basically, yeah, they had they had died. Remember when Thanos snapped his fingers and they disappeared? Mm-hmm. Oh, so ne- yeah. like I already knew at the end of uh, Infinity War, I was like, so it's going to come down to Nebula and Tony to get back home because 
they had already lost like their heavy hitters. So now they had to get back and regroup. Now, I knew Nebula and Tony were going to get along just fine simply because she is living technology and he is a tech guru. So I was sitting here and thinking like, oh, maybe he'll give her suggestions about how to upgrade herself or maybe try to make her more uh, actually help her come to grips with her cybernetics and all that. So let's go back to the timeline. So it's 22 days drifting in space. This is 22 days after Infinity War. Mm -hmm. That happens. Then Tony Stark is found. Mm -hmm. He's back on Earth. Yep. First off, love the fact that it was Captain Marvel that found him. I thought it was either. Gonna, <laughs> I I mean, I called it. I was like, I it's it was either going to be, be Rocket. I thought it was going to be Rocket or it was going to be Captain Marvel. Yeah. And just, like as soon as he started seeing the light and everything, I was like, oh, maybe that's Rocket ship. Yeah. And then I was I like, it was ship light. no, it's it's Captain Marvel. And like the entire scene, like quick fact too, when she was bringing the scimitar, which is. Um, the Guardian's ship back to Earth mm -hmm. when Tony gets off the ship to see Pepper for the first time it's just like it was in the first Iron Man movie when he came back from the cave and she was right oh, there to greet him yeah exactly and you know it was it was a really emotional That's a scene good point. and you know it goes it, like one of my favorite scenes is that meeting after they all regroup and he's talking about what well, I said years ago, you know, we were going to put a suit of armor around the world, even if it impeded on our freedoms and everything. Mm -hmm. And he's and I told you we would lose. And he said he was like, um, Captain, you said we would do that together. And he was like, you weren't there. And then part of me was like, yeah, that's true. But then at the same time, I'm like, Tony, it's also your fault because you didn't finish the phone call in the middle of Infinity right. War. And right. uh, it's not like, and oh, Bruce called him. Bruce called Captain America. It's just Tony went to space. Remember, he wanted to take the fight to Thanos. So it was like, you couldn't wait for Cap. Being his typical cocky self. <laughs> exactly. But like Thanos said, you just can live with your own failure. Yep, he says the arrogant rarely uh, ever see anything coming. Right. So I thought that was really cool. And right when the, the 2014 Nebula was tapping into the current Nebula's mm -hmm. like, Memory at first I laughed because somebody was like, How is it that how is it that the other nebula can can read um the current nebula? I was like, their memory is on the cloud. It's easily accessible. It's on I the cloud. I was actually gonna ask you about that because I was like, how are they even get into this? Is this supposed to be like the past and the future same? They're talking about something they're connected. I was like, they're on the cloud. So they share Google accounts. The other thing that uh came up was I like how they introduced Captain Marvel in that beginning part. Mm -hmm. But I actually kind of struggled with the first like five, 10 minutes of the movie mm -hmm. because I felt like it was kind of slow. Like, although it was good and maybe it was because we saw so much with the previews mm -hmm. that they kept showing that particular scene of him drifting and the goodbye message. But I struggled. I was like, God, this is this is kind of like I was expecting it to be like this. Did, big, you wanted it to be faster. Yeah, pace. I wanted well, it to be this had big to, to do. They had to do their character development. That was the thing. They needed to finish mm -hmm. arcs. They wanted you to know where the characters were before, where they are now, and what their motivations are. Uh, no, I get later. that. Yeah. But I'm saying up until that point when they find, so when they end up finding Thanos. So everything yeah. from the beginning of the movie. Present Thanos. So they find present Thanos and then they do the the snap then. And <laughs> Smack it's, his head. Well, when Thor kills him. Which was the funniest scene ever. Right. <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. Well, I kind of I kind of anticipated that one happening. But up until the point, I was like, God, this is kind of boring. Like, first off, 
why would you immediately just go after him after he basically just whooped your butt up and down his planet? I mean, that's what they <laughs> that's what uh, War Machine pointed out. And he was like, uh, well, we, I know you about that superhero life. But and she was like, nope, let's go get him right now. Yeah, I thought that was dumb on Captain Marvel's part. The other thing that I realized, too, is they should have been listening to Rhodey. They you know why? Because Rhodey is a soldier mm-hmm. <laughs> and Rhodey's not going to go in guns blazing. He's going to be really strategic about it. And I think Captain America, he was like that, too. He didn't necessarily mm-hmm. want to just immediately go. It's like, well, wait a minute. Like, we really just got dragged. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they the like, world got dragged. I think Captain Marvel was really confident in her ability. That's why they rushed and went straight there. She was like, we know where he is. I'm here. We can take him down. But. You know, they did point it out. They were like, how is it going to end any differently than it did before? And she was right. like, you didn't have me. And I was like, that's Chick, true. you're a star, though. Like Exactly. I was sitting here thinking like. You got legit star power. power. Yeah, <laughs> legit. Like her powers come from an infinity stone as a source. And I was like, for her to go in guns. Bl- and a lot of us were waiting for that. Like in our subconscious, maybe not out loud. Some of us were like, okay. When Captain Marvel gets there, it's going to go down because apparently they were shorthanded. They didn't have enough power. Mm -hmm. So if she's there, she might be the game changer. Well, I knew when it was. So what I figured was either going to happen was I didn't see Tony Stark's death coming, although we knew it was probably going to be he, him or Captain America. We knew that was going to happen, but I thought it may be at a different point in the movie. Mm -hmm. But I knew I thought she was going to be the one Mm -hmm. to defeat. Thanos when Same. it was all said and done. Same when she You know what she did? What's that? It was like she was gonna pull an Arya Stark. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> like she was gonna pull an Arya Stark and she was gonna be the game changer, the one that tipped the scales. I do think she tipped the scales. Mm-hmm. Um I thought it couldn't have gone out with Tony doing it any better than it did. But nonetheless, let's move on. Were, were to, you satisfied with the ending though? Um, you know what? In in my my heart of hearts, mm-hmm. I was really hoping that when he did the snap, it would bring everybody back. Every single person. Yep. I thought it would too. And I thought it, it would, would bring be everybody fitting. back. And my thing is with with the end, I'm satisfied, but I'm not satisfied because like you, I wanted Captain Marvel to really like as soon as they started firing in the clouds and she showed up taking out Thanos' ship, mm-hmm. I was like, the fight's over. I was yeah. like, this ain't even a fight anymore. But, you know, they gave us all the fan service, the gratuitous, you know, A4 scene with all the Marvel mm-hmm. ladies, which was the best scene ever Oh for man, me. God, I died. Was uh, that not the dopest thing? This is the year of the woman, man. man. I'm trying to tell you, like, it's so much happening right now. Let's talk about the fact that both Miss, US, Miss USA, mm-hmm. Miss, Universe, Miss America and Miss Teen USA are all black girls. Talk oh, yeah. about black girl magic, first off. Oh, yeah. Um, but Kendall, what did you think? about the scene when Hawkeye's family disappeared. Do you remember that? Yeah, I was like, once they show Hawkeye Mm -hmm. there, and then they showed his daughter and his two sons, I was like, oh, so everything's all fine. They didn't get raised. Until second, after that second, when she went to go grab the arrow stuff, when she went to go put her down her stuff, I noticed they're gone. Mm-hmm. And Hawkeye's like, where are they? Did you see the little dust in the wind? Yes, because he didn't see that. Yeah, he didn't. But we all noticed it. Everything seems to like, he called his daughter Hawkeye because he was a previous Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. So she's the new Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. 
And with yeah. this, if I want, like, he gets rid of 50%, but he doesn't get rid of Ant-Man because he's still in that place. The quantum realm. Yeah. yeah. So he's the one who is safe. Mm-hmm. And like, I like how the way they did the ending with uh, Ant-Man Wasp because that led up to him mm-hmm. to a fit to Endgame. Mm-hmm. And that meant that he was going to be a part of this stuff too. Mm-hmm. So how, I thought, that that's a good point, Kendall. I like how they dropped that in there when he called his daughter Hawkeye, mm-hmm. because we know she eventually becomes Hawkeye. See, it's it's in weird. the comics. It's weird because yeah, it's I like the fact that he does call her Hawkeye, and it gives us those hints and those clues. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so you know what, TJ, you're actually right. He did give us a hit because I'm thinking once she gets older she becomes the Hawkeye yeah because they're not following it just the what like you know comic mm-hmm. book wise and I'm and I'm looking at it from a comic book standpoint as a comic book person which I shouldn't but I'm like okay if they do it just right it's gonna look really really cool yeah um I loved Hawkeye as Ronan he looked really great like he was just destroying people with that sword that whole scene was Hawkeye beautiful is Ronan he was wearing the black ninja outfit with the sword uh-huh. Yeah, hit, not Ronin, Ronin the accuser. Okay, no, I'm no, like, no. wait a minute. Why are there's you doing Ronin I N? Oh, and then there's Ronin, which is R O N A N, which is Ronin the accuser. Now, oh, okay. There are two characters in the Marvel universe that have the name Ronin. Okay, okay. Didn't know that. Yeah, R- Ronin is the other mantle that Hawkeye came up with. You know, after his family had died or whatever, and then he passes that on to Kate Bishop, who is the second Hawkeye, the female Hawkeye, but. Getting getting deeper into um, Endgame, I'm wondering what the aftermath, mm-hmm. like what the Marvel Universe is going to look like after all this. Because I know Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, which is coming out. Uh, That's like July. July, yeah. yeah. It is the last movie of this phase. It's like the beginning of phase four for Marvel. So we're getting the Eternals. We're getting... Uh, possibly getting the fantastic for it and they said we were going to get the x-men but they're going to trickle the x-men to us one at a time i hope they don't disappoint us with the x-men movie i hope not either i hope not either yeah like i don't know who they're going to use like it's not the actors i'm worried about it's the actual x-men team i want to know what they're going to look like and i Mm. mean fox is fox is done after this dark phoenix movie like they're completely finished with the x-men property and I think they need to massage the X-Men idea a little bit more, but go straight into Fantastic Four. Go straight yeah. into the Fantastic Four. I always like the right. Fantastic Four series. Marvel's first family. So I hope they do that. You know, I all good stories have to come to an end, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's what this was. And I think that's another thing that it's like, man, like this has ended, you know? And mm-hmm. I really didn't want it to. I, I'm kind of like you where I'm curious to see yeah what happens with these characters. So mm-hmm. we know that the, the Guardians of the Galaxy, that they're back without Gamora, of course. Mm-hmm. But now Thor's with them. What exactly. is that storyline going to be like? Then we know Peter Parker's story is coming mm-hmm. with uh, Far From Home. Then who else do we have? What's going to happen with Hawkeye? Uh, Black Panther, I, Doctor Strange. Yeah. You know I what? mean, those other characters that got snapped out of existence, they're going to continue on. Even the Hulk is going to continue on. Even Thor. Thor, mm-hmm. like Chris Hemsworth said, he's not giving up that 
role at all. He said, I will be Thor for as long as Disney lets me. Yeah. It's the same thing with Chadwick, and, uh, you know, T'Challa. He's like, he doesn't want to go anywhere either. Yeah. I mean. And so I wonder if in the future ones, if they'll kind of make references back to this and what will they call this battle? They said that Wakanda is supposed to be the new front thing in the Marvel Universe right now simply because we have nowhere else to go. I mean, you got to remember the Avengers are disassembled right now. We Mm -hmm. don't have Cap, we don't have Tony, and we don't have Widow. Right. So now you're looking at, literally you're looking at the new Avengers. You're looking at Captain Marvel leading. You're looking at Peter Parker being the full-time member. You're looking at T'Challa being full-time. Possibly strange if he doesn't make the Defenders. Then you're looking at... Mm -hmm. um, who else? Maybe, maybe Hawkeye. Maybe Hawkeye is Ronan. But then you got people like Pepper. Pepper will be fighting now. Right. But I don't know if she'll be there. She'll probably have like the same kind of presence Tony had in Spider-Man Homecoming, which is what I ultimately wanted for Endgame. I didn't want anybody. I wanted people to go, but I wanted them to be retired. I wanted them to have an offhand touch in all these movies. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not active anymore, but. I'm still around if you need to call, if you need to Skype me. So, Kendall, Uh let's talk about the battle, the big battle. Mm -hmm. So Captain America has a shield back, which I thought was was awesome that Tony brought that. Mm -hmm. He's like, keep it quiet. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) that he brought it. But remember when they were standing there, he was getting ready to fight Thanos and he heard somebody come through on the speaker. Mm -hmm. And he was like, on your left. Did you know that was Falcon? Um... No, basically, but I know something that's with, including the Galli- the Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. including um, Star-Lord, the rest of the Guardians, and including Thor, too. Because I'm like, they came out with a second version of Guardians of the Galaxy, Vol 2, and then, you know what, they're going to come, they're going to bring Thor into... A third version of the movie, because mm-hmm. there has to be a third version. Because like you can't end it with just two movies of Guardians of the Galaxy. You have to end it with either three or four movies. God, do you think the Guardians of the Galaxy will be the next Avengers? Uh, possibly no. Well, they could become the next Avengers because well, they travel space. They really don't go back to Earth. Some. Well, the only thing is Star-Lord's familiar with Earth, so he knows more. Did you know that that was the first time Star-Lord had, Star-Lord had ever been back to Earth since his mother passed away? Really? A lot of people didn't catch that. Remember, wow. he, remember Peter Quill is from oh. Earth. He has not been back since the so 80s. That means he hadn't been there since he was a little boy. Since he was a little boy. Wow. So what I... I like how the way they bring Captain America with... Well, when Thanos turned up his shield... Mm-hmm. They bring him in with Thor's hammer. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And then before he was about to say, Avenge, assemble, that he brings that hammer. It says, wow. assemble quietly. And everybody just goes But charges. we had been waiting 11 years for Captain America to say, Avengers, assemble. 11 years. That's crazy. 11 years. He has never once said it until that moment when everybody, every single person in the MCU has said it was right there in that scene for him to say Avengers Assemble for the first time ever. That is the first and the last time we will hear Captain America ever say that. So, so, oh man, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's wild. 
I didn't even think about that. No, nobody really. Yeah. No, that's why it was so emotional. Yeah. Because we will not, we will not hear Steve Rogers as Captain America ever say Avengers Assemble ever again. That was the first and the last time he has gotten close one time at the end of Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And he walked into the room right when he was greeting all the new Avengers like Falcon, uh, War Machine, Vision, Scarlet Witch. And he's like Avengers. And then it cuts out. OK, can we talk about that elevator scene mm-hmm. with Captain America when they went back to Avengers Tower and they were going for the Tesseract mm-hmm. and how he got an elevator with uh the dudes from Hydra. Yeah. And how he played him and he was like, hail Hydra. So that has a double <laughs> meaning too. Oh yeah, I know. So it, it <laughs> nods back to that fight in the elevator scene mm-hmm. uh, from Winter Soldier. And then it's a comic book nod when he leans in and tells him, hail Hydra, because that was when they found out Captain America had been working for Hydra for a very long time. Yep. He was but their secret weapon. Their secret weapon. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it, it's really, really good. Um, all those nods back to it. They literally reference every single Marvel movie in Endgame. That was, that was really well done. Mm-hmm. I love the scene with Tony and his father too. Mm-hmm. When they, they, went they, back. All, they telegraphed it to us that that yep. was going to happen to Tony because he kept saying goodbye to everybody. Mm-hmm. Him and Cap yep. both. All they did was say, Tony got to meet his father. Tony got to have his child with Pepper. They lived yeah. in their, their um, what did Tony call it? <laughs> he said it in, in Age of Ultron, what he, that he was going to build Pepper a house like that. He was like, you know, maybe I'll take a page from Barton and build Pepper a farm and hope it doesn't get blown up. Right. <laughs> so you got that. They had their child. They had, uh, he finally made the rescue armor for Pepper. Mm-hmm, which is he, dope. He figured out time travel, which was literally my favorite scene. <laughs> literally my favorite scene is when he's standing there and he's like, what's to do with compost? And she was like, well, I figured it out. <laughs> time <laughs> But it travel. was so classic Tony. And I love the line when he says, you know, I can just forget it. I can I lock just it go up. to bed and just, you know, let it go. And she's like, but could you really? Could you rest though? Yeah. Could you rest? You could go to sleep, but could you rest? But she knows him well enough to know that that man wasn't going to let that go. But mm-hmm. if anybody was going to figure it out, it was going to be him. I mean, sure, Bruce Banner did, but Tony knew he he would look at every scenario, run every case. He's like a he's like another Doctor Strange that mm-hmm. <laughs> it runs through all the possibilities. Mm-hmm. But you have to be careful with that because it can be a little reckless too. But he he put that out there. But yeah, let yeah. me go back to my question to Kendall again. Did you know that that was Falcon on the speaker when Captain was like, when he heard someone saying on your left? No, because I no, because I didn't recognize the voice that yeah. well because I haven't heard Falcon's voice. So I didn't actually know who it was. I thought it was. Well, well, I thought it was actually uh, T'Challa. Oh. But the way, like, when Strange opens the portal, I'm like, okay, so Tatala was saying that. But then they bring Falcon, and, like, you you tell me that it was Falcon on the speaker. Yep. Because, you know, he's the only one who told him on your left and remembers mm-hmm. that. And then at the same time, he even told him, he was like, Cap, Cap, this is Sam. Yep. Remember? That was so cool. And then the passing of the shield. Yeah, I'm still kind of upset with Captain America. I know why, why he did it because he had one job, oh, drop gosh. it off, come back. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, you have Captain Marvel who's going to lead the Avengers. This is just that's just how it's going to be. Captain Marvel's leading it. I wanted Cap to mentor 
Captain Marvel just to show her the ropes and everything after mm-hmm. she got a feel for what she was doing. Then Cap could go back. He could go back in time after that. I mean, show her how to do the job first and then go pass the shield off or something. But like I said, I understand why he did it. And we already knew he was going to do it. He said it at that group meeting that he had in the beginning of the movie. He was like, you know, I met the love of my life. Then I went in the ice. He goes back in time. He sees Peggy behind the glass. Oh, you man. Know, you know, yeah. Peggy, he's weak for Peggy. And then at the end, you know, you have that nice little sign off he did between him and Bucky. Bucky already knew. That was the that was him seeing Pepper was probably I mean, not Pepper, uh, Peggy Carter mm-hmm. was probably the best, worst thing that could have happened. Mm-hmm. And that was what kind of led mm-hmm. that was going to change and pivot his course for him. I thought it was cool that he would see her. But of course, it would be there. I didn't even think that she would be there like she would be operating out of there but it makes sense because they were it was but exactly was 20 created? years it was exactly 20 years after cap went into the ice wow because he said what's the he was like were they all he was like were they there at the same time he's like i'm not sure and he was like they were there that's what he was talking about mm-hmm. he was like peggy and his dad because hank pym is there that tony's right. father's there so that means peggy's there too because they are the and founding members director. of shield Damn. So he was like, wait a minute. If they're if he's there, then that means he that that mean if my dad's there, then that means Pim's there with his particles. Wow. And then that means Peggy's there too. All three of them have to be there. They they are going to be in the same place at the same time. They're the Trinity, as I call it. I didn't so, even think about that. Oh yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. Um that's true, Lamont. I'm not sure. I still wanted Cap our cap to teach Carol the ropes though. I still I still wanted that. That would have made me happy, to be honest. Um So Kendall, what did you think when you saw uh T'Challa come through the portal? I know how much you love Black Panther. Uh uh, it was kind of sick. They <laughs> they have Strange opening up that portal mm-hmm. and open up a bunch of portals. They got T'Challa, they got Falcon, they got Winter Soldier, everybody, but the coolest thing is Tatala coming out there with his mask on mm-hmm. and his enti- and his entire army. Mm-hmm. That was Ready. that was pretty dope. I liked yeah. how uh, Peter was trying to get away with the uh, glove, and he looked at him and it was like, "Give it to me." Like he didn't ask him for it; he just said, "Give me the gauntlet." Man, that was crazy. It was it was it was a cold scene. I like that. And when Captain Marvel came up to no. Peter and was like, "You got something for me?" <laughs> and he was like. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> the only uh funny thing I liked is when uh when Peter was on the flying horse mm-hmm. and uh wait, what was her name again? Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Valkyrie was flying the horse mm-hmm. and they said, Whoa. Yeah. Or something. And that was funny because I forgot how funny uh Spider-Man was until mm-hmm. he got erased with that snap. And it's weird because Peter Parker can't talk to anybody about that battle. Oh, he, he can only can. he can only talk to Aunt May and Happy about wow. it and Ned. And that's about it. Because remember, the last time he saw Ned, he was like, hey, cause a distraction for me. Climbed off the bus. And that was the last time Ned saw Peter. Wow. And it's been what? Five years. It's been five years. So, again, this goes back to something that, like I said earlier, time. what I struggled with was that the time, like. I feel like there are a bunch of different timelines and time frames happening so again the 22 days then from the 22 days they go back and they fight Thanos suddenly and then from there five it's five years later yeah they so 
Tony, like Robert Downey Jr. said it best. Chris Evans also said it, and so did the Russo brothers. They ignored all the rules of time travel. Yeah. Even even Scott Lang said it. Scott Lang says it in the movie. He's like, there's no talking to our past selves. There's no, there's no moving anything, things like that. And he's like, I'm sorry, are you basing the mission to save the universe off of Back to the Future? He was like, Back to the Future, Bill and Ted, all those movies. And I mean, those 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 callbacks, those nods, even to those pop culture things, especially dealing with time travel is totally awesome. Hey, everybody down there in the chat, I appreciate you guys being here. So I do want to talk about the fact that there was no secret ending. Mm. Uh, the Russo said that they intentionally didn't put one in because they don't know what the future is going to look like. Kevin Feige knows he just didn't want to say anything. Basically, this was the end to an arc. Well, I mean, what other secret ending could they have at this point? Like, I know there are all these other storylines. The next big threat. Yeah, I know, I understand that. But I, again, and to close it out, mm-hmm. they got to end it somewhere. Like I said, all good stories have to come to an end. Mm-hmm. I think that chapter, they had to end it. And we were amongst the ones that sat in the theater till after all the credits ran and the lights came on just to see, because we know in true Marvel fashion that happens. But that always gets me too when people leave and then have questions. When they I come was back. a little disappointed that they didn't. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? No, because we we needed the closure. We needed they, to be able to move They gave us the Iron on. Man, the original 2008 Iron Man clanging sound when Tony's in the cave building his arm. I heard that. And that was like his final sign off. And I yeah. thought that was I thought that was fitting. I thought it was good. Um to me it's always going to be it's always going to come back to Tony Stark. It's always going to he's the alpha and the omega. Mm-hmm. He was the beginning and he was the end of this entire arc. And he was literally the like even Kevin Feige said Tony Stark was the doorway to something bigger. Wow. And Peter Parker is his successor. That's his mentor. I guess it aligns. It, like, that's exactly how it goes. I and I mean, that that brings me into Disney Plus now. Oh, boy. So for people who don't know, shameless plug, Disney Plus, $6.99 a month. <laughs> Is Disney paying you for that? <laughs> I wish they were paying me for that. They should pay me for that. Um, so they said all the Disney Plus shows are going to deal with the aftermath of Endgame. So this is all of the... So remaining characters... That were there. This mm-hmm. is them kind of getting like their little spinoff. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You got Falcon and Winter Soldier. You got the Loki series. You got um, Hawkeye probably getting one. You got uh, Professor Hulk. You oh, got yeah, yeah, um, yeah. what's that other thing they're doing? They're talking about rolling Cloak and Dagger over there, and I'm really enjoying Cloak and Dagger. If you guys aren't watching Cloak and Dagger, it's really really good. Agents of Shield is has been affected by Endgame as well. So if you are a big fan of Agents of Shield, definitely watch it. Um, but all they said all their Marvel shows, all the Marvel properties will be affected by Endgame moving forward. Mm. And they even talked about the little Easter egg in there when they were talking about the earthquakes of that being Namor. Oh yeah. And I was like, Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I'd in, I don't really care I'm, about Namor. I don't know if I would invest in Disney Plus. I kind of want to stay true to form with the mm-hmm. movies. I'd rather see with the glorious. movies. Um, but I do think that there's so many directions they can go with it. I'd like to see them usher in this next wave, like we were talking about earlier with like Fantastic Four and X-Men, and just see what they do with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like this this is the year. So this is the year of the woman. 
But then this is also the year of coming full circle and closing chapters Mm -hmm. because much like this and along these same lines, we have Star Wars coming in December. So I feel like all the stories that that can be told from this one perspective and this angle they've done and they've done a great job. I think they've tried to stay as pure to it as they could. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I think. So like you said, year of the woman, I would, I would not mind seeing a force. I would not mind seeing the all female Avengers Mm -hmm. movie. I I love the books. I think it would be dope. And I mean, I want to, Oh, I forgot about Wanda and vision. They're going to have their own Disney plus show. I love Scarlet Witch. I thought she was dope. Let me ask you something about Scarlet Witch. So I okay. saw this in in some of the groups and in the chats. And you know, I'm in this in a couple different comic chats. But yeah. someone was saying that if things had gone a different way, mm-hmm. that Scarlet Witch probably would have killed Thanos. She would have. You think so? Oh yeah. Why? Her, her powers are you know telekinetic, psychic manipulation, all that other stuff. It all comes from the Mind Stone, mm-hmm. from Vision Stone. If you go back and watch Age of Ultron, her powers are also tied to her emotions. True. When she lost her brother, Quicksilver, in Age of Ultron, you got to see a glimpse of just how powerful she was because she decimated all those guys. She really did. Yeah. Now, her man Vision got killed in front of her twice. (laughs) Two times. That's why Wayne Dennis was like, I don't even know you. She's like, oh, you will. (laughs) You will. She, She wasn't having it. Like... Even in Age of Ultron, after Pietro died, you see her tear Ultron's heart from his chest Mm -hmm. after that happens. I was like, what did you think was going to happen to Thanos had he not rained fire down on her? Like she like he was done. He was even Thanos knew it. That's why he was like rain fire. I'm I'm about to die. (laughs) Rain fire. Wow. So it's there's she has so much untapped potential. Um, I don't know what Elizabeth Olsen is going to do. After, you know, WandaVision, I hope she does more um, of the MCU movies. I want I want her to be around for a long time. Uh, I really just want them all to be there, man. I know mm-hmm. RDJ was like, I got to got to move on. And Chris Evans is like, I want to go produce because I don't like money. So <laughs> this is true. This is I, true. Like I, I sit around with my friends all the time and I'm like, do you hate money? <laughs> like, are you? Chris Evans is like, mm, I like being broke, so. Man. Okay, so a couple of things I got questions about. Yeah. One, uh, where did Loki go? He, that's the billion dollar question. That literally is the opening statement for his Disney Plus show. Okay, yeah. Because he took the Tesseract. He yeeted out of there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So where did Loki go? There's mm-hmm. that. Uh, two, did Jane foster come back because of the snap i but don't know because well jane foster know. never went anywhere she died no but I'm she saying, didn't jane didn't die she didn't die no she didn't but was she was she killed was she in that first snap yeah we don't i don't know she, so okay. she wasn't on a poster <laughs> okay then the other thing the red skull why is the red skull still alive We don't remember at the end of that very first Captain America, we had no idea where the Tesseract took him. He just disappeared. He went to Vomir. Yeah. And he ended up trying to seek the Soul Stone and ended up becoming the guardian of the Soul Stone. So how did he become the guardian of the Soul Stone? That's a billion dollar question. 
billion dollar question. We never even seen like that's another thing that got left unfinished was his final confrontation with Captain America. Right. Cap should have went to Vomir to fight him. Should have went. But I feel like if he did, then he would have let himself die in order to get the, the soul stone. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he would have died. Um. Yeah. Jane did get wrote off a little bit, but Natalie Portman's been trying to claw back into Marvel after she left. So God. we don't know. We don't know. That's um, crazy. And then, so we know that... So Hank Pym. Yeah, he came back because we saw mm -hmm. him at the funeral. Him and uh, Janet. How dope was it to see Nick Fury again? Man. When he came off the side of the screen, I was like, they go, going with Nick. Well, you thought Sam was going to miss out on a check? <laughs> no, nah, like uh, that funeral scene was really good because you literally had everyone. Everybody. Everyone. Even Harley, the kid from Iron Man 3 was there. Yeah. The kid who was like, we're connected. He was there. Yep. And a lot of people didn't recognize him. And I was like, that's because puberty hit him like a truck. That's why. And that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That really was coming full circle. Mm -hmm. And I love that what she put on that little wreath was that proof that Tony Stark has From heart. the first Iron Man. Yeah, the very first one. His first arc, arc reactor. reactor. Yeah. Man, that was dope. It, it, was, real, it was real emotional. And yeah. I think uh, it stirred a lot of emotions in me. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I cried. At that funeral scene, too. Oh, my God. That was God. pretty messed up. <laughs> like, I had my one-man tear. What? You had a thug tear? I had my thug tear. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I cry. Get, it was more jaw-dropping than anything. Yeah. But... The, Tony got the U.S. congressional uh, dab yeah. from that one. Yeah. That that was a way to go out like a G. Man, I I thought it was cool, cool as hell when he rolled them infinity stones over to his armor. Mm -hmm. Dude was like, clank. He was like, nah. So then the other question I have is, we know Thanos is dead. Mm-hmm. But is Thanos really dead? He's dead. Okay. He, he's gone. So if Thanos is dead, mm -hmm. then I guess, like we talked about earlier, who's the new threat of the universe? And then is there going to be retaliation? Is somebody going to think that they could be the new Thanos? Is it does, leave, Guardians it, it does leave a power vacuum for, for a couple people. You got, it would be dope to have Galactus there because he's a big problem. He's one of the Fantastic Four's most prominent enemies. Mm -hmm. uh, but didn't he, Captain Marvel... Who defeated Galactus before? Silver Surfer defeated Galactus once, but that was like in the Fox Fantastic Four. Yeah. That was trash. Uh, Captain America defeated Galactus in the Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. uh, I want Galactus or I want... Mm, besides Thanos? Doctor Doom. Dr. Doom is like the anti-Iron Man. Hmm. He's just as smart. He has just as much money. And he has his own country, Latveria. I mean, everything everything is coming back to the Fantastic Four. Even Dormammu from freaking Doctor Strange would be great. Uh, Spider-Man, we already got him. I want to see the Sinister Six. I want to see the Symbiotes. I want to see Venom in the MCU, which we're going to anyway because... Disney got another Infinity Stone with Fox. So so if the Infinity Stones are destroyed, mm -hmm. then what what's left to protect them? Like, so thinking about Doctor well, Strange. that's true. That's very, very true. What's left? Actually, no. Back, backtrack that. Backtrack that. The Time Stone is okay. I say that because... Oh, goodness. 
Y'all bear with me. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a. Nah, give us the abbreviated version. Let, let me see if I can do this right. The time sounds okay because Steve took all the stones back, which means the ancient one got her time stone back, which means Strange can get his. So when Strange fights Thanos again on Titan in that timeline, that means he can give it, give him the time stone. It's a cycle. Okay. It's a cycle. So he's going to get it back one way or another. It's the time stone. It transcends time. Okay. So he could just get it back anyway. That's taken care of. All the other stones are probably gone. Mm. Um, maybe not the soul stone because, you know, the soul stone, yeah, soul for soul, all that. It de- Literally, it doesn't have a receipt. You can't return. <laughs> you can't return yeah. the soul stone. Um, so that means, t- not Tony, but Steve had to stash it somewhere because you can't take it back to Vomir. What are you going to do? Just got my receipt. Uh, can I get Black Widow back? Like, no. Doesn't work that way. No. Um, but just like her and Gamora, like, they're just as good as gone. Like, they're just... In the in the future, yeah, in if, the present Yeah, time. if you yeah. weren't killed by the Infinity Stone, you are gone. That's just right. how it is. And even Hulk said it best. He was like, I tried to bring her back. I tried to bring everybody back with the snap. It didn't work. Um, but what we have now is Gamora from 2014. She I thought de- she went back. No, she did. She's <laughs> she's there. She's staying with Nebula, which is why at the end you see the Guardians. You see Quill searching for Gamora. It says missing. So he's trying to find oh. 2014 Gamora. He literally has to start his relationship with Gamora all, all the way over. But all I heard over. her say to Nebula when she was like, this is who. This is this, this is, is it. One. It was like it was this or a tree. So I thought that was uh, I thought that was pretty, pretty funny. Nebula was great. Nebula was good. I, I was a little concerned. A lot I was of people a little concerned were. there for a minute because I was like, oh, God, she about to flip. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. She Nebula has said it since the beginning. If you go all the way back to the Guardians, uh, she does not like Thanos. She has been torn apart and put back together so many times. Every time she would lose in a battle against Gamora, he would rip a p- another part of her off of her body mm-hmm. and replace it with something else. So she was like, there's been plenty of times when I was being put back together and I would ask him, where are we going? And he was like, to the garden. And the garden is that planet that you see retired Thanos on. Wow. So now that Gamora is not on the team, you got Thor. Thor said, I'm tired of trying to be the person I'm supposed to be instead of being the person I want to be. Mm-hmm. So he he wants to go out. He wants to be an adventurer. That's what he is. He's a, he's a uh, what is it? An he's, angel pirate. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Yeah. I thought it was cool of him to hand over basically. Molnir. Well, that, but just handing over oh, or, or the leadership and responsibility of, of Asgard. Asgard to Valkyrie. I thought that was dope. I knew he would do that. Yeah. Part of me always knew it's either he'll go back or hand it off. Because Thor Thor is a warrior. He even said it. It nods back to the first Thor. Odin said, I have a son who wants the throne so badly. And then I have a son that doesn't want the throne. Mm-hmm. He was like, is this the end of my bloodline? Is this how it's supposed to go? Loki wants the throne too much. You don't want it at all. Right. He's like, Thor said, I feel my most alive when I'm defending Asgard and Midgard. Mm-hmm. He was like, that's what I want to do. Even yeah. his mother said it. He was like, you are trying too hard to be the person you're meant to be instead of being the person you want to Man, be. Man, Thor's mom. Yeah, Frigga. Let me tell you something. Okay. She was like a true mother when she saw mm-hmm. him and she said, I know who you are. 
She was like, I see with more than just my eyes. Yes, I was raised by witches. Mm-hmm. I know. I was like, you know what? Only a mother would know who, I mean, like a mother knows who you truly, truly are, mm-hmm. no matter what. I thought that was a dope scene. And I thought it was just, it was a way for him to get some closure mm-hmm. with his mom and bring it to terms. But then even for her to be like, you know what? I know how this plays out. I know that there's this thing called time and these things that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I thought it was really, really cool. Um, so that was one. Yeah. There's like this movie. They said this movie has 233 Easter eggs in it. I only know. 233? 233. Jeez. I only know 20. <laughs> it, like not even half. That's crazy. But down there in the chat, guys. Tell me your favorite Marvel moments. Tell me your favorite characters. I want to know. I mean, there are so many. I, how many Iron Man fans we got? How many Easter eggs did you guys spot that we didn't spot? I want to know your favorite part of Endgame. Uh, Fat Thor is definitely my favorite part. <laughs> Mine was when Steve Rogers uh, got Molnir, got the hammer, got oh, Thor's yeah. hammer. I, we were I literally that. screamed out loud in the theater. Because I screamed, he's worthy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I because was right he was. It, it was, man, that was a moment because nobody else has. But I thought about it. He was one of the people that never, ever tried to pick that hammer up. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if all of Well, along, he did try it. I don't remember that. He, they were at the party in Age of Ultron. You guys go back and check this for reference. I don't think he did it. At the party. Hawkeye's telling Thor, he's like, he who be worthy could have it the power. And he was like, it's a trick. He was like, well, it was much more than that. And he was like, please try. So after everybody tries, Steve's turn comes up and you hear him say, all right, all right, Cap. And you see him grab the hammer and he's able to inch it. Yes, he's that's right. Inch it. And Thor's yep. face gets really straight. And he's he like, got oh worried. my gosh. <laughs> he yep. was like, you better not. And a lot of people were like, ooh. I remember being in the theater and I hear a lot of people say, ooh. So we were promised. We were promised yeah. him with the hammer. I remember the wiggle. Mm-hmm. He was the only one because everybody got wor- got worried. But man, yeah, for him to finally get that hammer, man, he went to work with that thing. Same. <laughs> he Same. went to work with and, it. And also... Lamont, I, I see you down there, man. Yeah, Stan Lee, Stan Lee was the greatest too. His his cameo was really great. I thought they did such a good job with that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't overly done. It was like just enough. pure Stan. Mm-hmm. And he had his moment in there. And it was it was the true farewell. So I I compare Stan Lee to Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So when Tony Stark died, it was it was kind of, you know, appropriate that it it just it aligned to Stan Lee to me mm-hmm. because it was just kind of like this hero's death. I know a lot of people associate Stan Lee like they think he and Spider-Man are one and the same. Mm. And maybe they are. They kind of are. But Iron Man is is really special. He is. Uh, with him and just the connection he had with uh, RDJ. Oh, yeah. Like he had, he would visit Stan Lee would visit the sets even when he wasn't there to shoot his scene. Stan Lee would be somewhere that day on the set mm-hmm. and he would have his handlers and stuff and he would go around and give little creative input and he would just he would be all smiles yeah. all the time. Even you could go back. You guys can go back for reference. Watch any behind the scenes stuff with Stan Lee. There has not been a time you have seen him on set and he was not at his happiest. So. I guess what I plan to do this summer 
is I'm taking it all the way back. Mm-hmm. I'm going all the way back to the beginning. And 300 I'm going, hours. I'm going all 300 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry. Not 300 hours. 300 minutes. Okay. Whatever. Either way, <laughs> it's going it. down. I'm starting from the beginning to the end with the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm, I'm going all the way through it. And I'm going to watch them in order. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch them over a series of days. And then I'm going to go back. Hopefully by that time. Um, Endgame will be out Blu-ray On iTunes mm-hmm. <laughs> And I will have purchased it And then I can go back And watch that one Because I have So many Things and notes That I just want to go back And see again Oh yeah definitely Like I was sitting here Thinking the same thing And I'm like I, I don't know yeah. Like I don't I don't know Like going through That whole ride again Like no, with the knowledge you have going through each one of those movies, it's just like, oh, stroll down memory lane. I will say this about Endgame before I wrap, is that it didn't feel like three hours. No, it was Lord of the Rings time. <laughs> That's yeah. what it was. It Literally. Like, I remember the first time I saw Lord of the Rings, just all the movies, and we know how long those are. Mm-hmm. The I guess maybe because it was like the scale and the excitement and the anticipation. It never, the time never bothered me like I had no sense of it but the with this one never bothered me anyway yeah <laughs> there was no sense of like god we've been in this movie for three hours you know I didn't move I was one of those people I was I did not go to the bathroom me neither I, yeah I got that not badge moving. of honor too I didn't I didn't move um <laughs> I'm not moving but it was really cool like man it just it flew by and I felt like there was still so much more that could happen but Big yeah. shout out uh, Eric Davis. Yeah, I think it's about 279 as well uh, for that length of all those movies. But we still going to watch them. Uh, you know what it was? It was the immersion effect because you you were in it. You yeah. were in it. You were just like you tune everything else out. You felt like you were there, like you were invested. Like this is 11 years of your life. You were not going to miss it. Not a thing. And I still can't even believe that. Like. It's been 11 years. Mm-hmm. And even when you go back and watch the trailer for the first Iron Man, you're just like, this is, you would think watching it, you're like, man, what if Iron Man and Captain America at the same time? And then you see Nick Fury at the end saying the Avengers initiative. And I was like, dead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was dead. Crazy. I seized. I, I straight seized in my, in my seat. But we're going to wrap it up right here uh, at ATL Nerdcast. Uh, I appreciate every single one of you. Big shout out to Jabron the Goat Rom for not being here. I wasn't at the last shoot, but everybody loves Mega Kid and the Goat. He's the best. Definitely show us some love here on our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you guys. You guys are some of the greatest fans ever. Big shout out to Dead End Studios. They are the best. If you guys got podcasts, you got videos, you need photos done, they can do it all. Look them up. You can find them at Dead End Gaming, Dead End Hip Hop, YouTube, uh, Instagram. They are definitely, definitely, definitely out here and they will respond to you because that's how I got here. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you guys stay good and we will catch you on the next podcast later.